and something else too i know as long as i and again this was just such a like a it blew my mind because i thought i dealt with it again but for me i thought it like i said i forgave what is up friend welcome back this is scott brandt host of the journey beyond divorce podcast and I want to welcome you back to the next part of the journey, the next part of what you're dealing with, what you're facing, what you want to overcome. It's interesting when you look and consider your life, how often are you sitting down to see the challenges that you've overcome, what you've learned from those, and the lessons that you can take going forward because of the challenges that you have embraced and loved to be part of your journey. On this episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing and having a conversation with Sunny Riviera, a very good friend of mine here in Colorado Springs, and she spoke on some different things, her story, her experience, and things that have shaped who she is and the journey that she's been on in regards to love, marriage, going through divorce. So a couple things that we discuss is we all have many chapters within our lives. The unique thing is these chapters overlap. They're commonality between all of us so it's a matter of finding that commonality that we can come together and be able to connect with each other we talk about lessons for all how there's always lessons for each of us to learn from to grow from and then last part and this is just part of what we talk about is the importance of self-love so after the episode hopefully you take a look and say okay what is it that i've gone through when it's come to my journey that has been a much needed item for me to grow from and progress and get to that next level. What is it for me that is a commonality between me and somebody else that we can sit down, come together and work to embrace each other, to lift each other up. So if you're a regular listener, thank you for your time. Thank you for coming and checking out the episode as you do on an everyday basis. For our new listener, if you're just wondering what it is, it's me sharing my story, my journey, having others come on and share what they've gone through to provide you tools and resources to allow you to get to that next point in life that you want to go. So enjoy the episode and I'll catch you later. Go home, eh? Yes, of course. All right. What is up, everyone? Scott Brandt, host of the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast, and I've got a special guest on with me tonight, Sunny. Sunny and I met, I think, in January, and it was through a mutual friend of ours, Daniel McCarthy. Just had a great initial connection and then just have built a relationship just through networking and whatnot. But I was like, we got to have Sunny on here. Her story and what she has overcome and where she's at now is huge. I know she's over here laughing at herself, but and also sometimes doesn't give herself enough credit. There's stuff that we've talked about that I'm like, you got to give yourself credit. I think you've got a story that's powerful. Other people are going through something similar and it's just sharing that message, that story, and just letting people know, hey, you can get through it too. Just to be there as an advocate because you have individuals that are like, I don't want to speak up. I don't want to say anything. And it becomes very sad because they potentially lose themselves 
it's just not a good thing. So let's go ahead. Uh, you can go ahead and share whatever you want, Sonny. I know I don't know how in depth you've uh, gone with your story before. So this may be the first time. And I know you've talked about potential podcast stuff too. And sometimes I do kind of uh, push people that way. So after this, you'll be like, yep, time to go. <laughs> no, 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 I'm good. I was actually just going to go with your flow. If uh, we have many chapters in our life that I can vouch on. So it's all depending. What chapter would you like to hear? Because my <laughs> my book is pretty... Uh, intense but yeah i am i'm here so that's i don't even know because i'm like there's so much so um i i i feel whatever is kind of on your heart whatever's in your spirit right now has to be shared because that something's out there and somebody needs to hear it so just go with that trust it and let's go okay so something that i have been struggling with so just to touch a little bit on we'll just come to the current moment in the present right now. I definitely have been through my fair share of things in life, but the last, the last disaster I'm going to say that I uh, experienced was a divorce and a separation from my ex-husband of 15 years. Don't know if we should go into full depths of it or whatever. It's fine, but it's gotten me to a point now I'm 41 and all I have ever felt is not being wanted, not being loved, just feeling neglected. And that's something that I've struggled with. I would always blame myself to a lot. Well, what was it that I did wrong? I must have did something to push people away. And it's been a feeling of neglect by family, you know, husbands. I've been married twice. So it's just that feeling of neglect and not being wanted is something that I am working through now. I kind of feel like, yeah, maybe I have been through what I've been through and I'll share some of it, but I feel like it's pushed me to this point now in my life to where I need to love and accept myself. You know, I think I rely too much on wanting to feel that love from someone, whether it was a father figure, a grandfather figure, a husband, it was just love that I was always seeking and wanting. And just to feel wanted is something that I always wanted. To me, that's a, that's a basic human need, you know? Just It just happens with me with men in my life. It just shickles down the drain, whether it's family or not. But my ex-husband of 15 years, for me, I felt like it was a... He came into my life. I had separated from my first husband. I was in a very physically abusive relationship. He was always in and out of prison. I struggled a lot by myself with my four kids because I have four. They're adults now, but I did struggle a lot with that. Is you know, being physically abused, being abandoned to a point where I got dropped off at a homeless shelter with my kids. So that right there just kind of put the cherry on top of everything. Not my side of the family, not his side of the family was willing to want to help Sunny when she needed the help. But Sunny was always there. So it was just ah. Uh, Anyway, so to fast forward, my ex-husband, 15 years, Night in Shining Armor, came to the rescue, stepped up to the plate, stepped up as dad to the four kids that weren't biologically his and that I respected a lot because, you know, that's very rare to find, you know, a man to want to take on the dad role and, and all the drama that came with the ex opened up super vulnerable. He knew my story. He knew my history. He knew I didn't have family. And I feel like he saw the damaged, broken Sunny. 
And okay, can I can play with Sunny a little bit. You know, I know how to get my way with Sunny. And because Sunny's always so forgiving, Sunny sees the good in people. That's how Sunny gets betrayed, you know, and hurt. Yeah, I ended up finding out that out of 15 years that we were together, he had a girlfriend for five. That definitely did put me in a dark place. Got suicidal. I gained weight. I didn't want to talk to anybody. All I wanted to do was sleep. There were times, yeah, that I wanted to do some negative things that probably would have got me in trouble and caught a case. Mm. But um, I would always stop and kind of think about it. You know what? You're just reacting out of anger. This is impulse. You know, it's it's not worth it at the end of the day. And <sighs> I'm here now. I restarted my life. Oh my God, there's just so much. Cause I'm like these 15 years, I went through so much shit that it's like, mm -hmm. I, my brain is all over the place. And I'm like, man, I got some juicy stories, but yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to touch on. I guess just what I feel in my heart now that I'm I'm really just trying to focus on loving myself, you know, really just loving myself. And, and I feel like once I do that, I think there's going to be a different fire ignited because I have the spark in me, but I feel mm -hmm. like it's just going to be a whole nother fire that's going to ignite and light. And I don't know, it's just going to be a different version of Sunny. Because people tell me, Sunny, your energy is great. Your vibes, this and that. And you're sunny, you're sunshine. But not all the time I feel like that. You know, I, I don't. There's 80% of the time, like you said, I don't give myself enough credit. You know, I don't feel that. I'm working on that and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to light that fire. But I mean, like I said, if there's any questions that you want to touch on or ask, I'm open. But um, I just kind of felt that more in my heart as far as working on that self-love because I feel yeah. like I've looked for it all my life. I still haven't been able to accomplish it. And I feel like maybe this is a big ass lesson that I need to learn. Like Sunny, stop looking for it in others and start looking for it in yourself. I think that's huge. That's one of those things that I really do impress on people is that self-love piece of really getting to the point where you can look mm -hmm. at yourself in the mirror and love that person that's looking back at you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of those very tough things that a lot of people run into with not wanting to look at themselves in the mirror because it potentially is a scary thing that may be staring back at them, which isn't scary. It's yourself and yeah. it's doing that deep work. But I think that's powerful because by opening up and realizing, man, I've got so much worth, I've got so much value that I can bring and I've got to, I got to bring that for myself. And then other people that comes part of my life is just an extension of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's powerful. So when you look at that endeavor with being able to start working and loving yourself, when you look at that and you look at the situation that you've gone through and where you're at now within the journey, What do you think has been the toughest part for you to be able to look at yourself and say, I love you. Thank you for who you are, Sonny. Thank you for just being that person there. Um, what do you think has been the most difficult or has been the most challenging thing to overcome with that piece? Hmm. That's good. And oh my gosh. Well, I had a meeting with someone and they helped me shed light to something. And I feel like the hardest thing right now is I think I've still been um, the whole looking in the mirror thing. I think I've still been, I'm still like my wounded five-year-old self. Mm -hmm. 
And I feel like this is something that I've carried with me till now. And I'm 41. And I, f- I thought I dealt with it. I thought I forgave. You're never going to forget because that's just, that's a scar. That's a story, but you can forgive. So I, I felt like I forgave, but if it just shed light to this now, then I'm like, okay, maybe I didn't forgive. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just different. So my five-year-old self, this goes back to the pattern of men in my life. I was molested by my grandfather at the age of five. It happened on my birthday. And every year, Sunny never has a good time on her birthday. Sunny's mm-hmm. always sad. I'm super depressed. I cry every year. The past five years were even worse because I was going through what I was going through with my ex-husband. And I never realized that until maybe about a week ago. Hmm. I'm like, damn, I'm still carrying this with me, which I thought I had left that. So I think one of the hardest things for me right now is how to deal with my five-year-old self, you know? Hmm. Um, And I feel like maybe when I do look at myself in the mirror, I just see myself, I see myself broken and super wounded and I think that's one of the reasons why it's hard for me to look at myself in the mirror and tell myself, Sonny, I love you, you know, or I am sunshine or I am love. You know how they say, look at yourself and say these affirmations. It's so hard for me to do that because when I do, I look at myself in the mirror. I just see, I see somebody broken. I see someone that no one wants. So that kind of makes it hard for me to want. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, I think that's a perfect thing right there because everyone has something in the past that has come up and potentially caused that blockage to happen. And I think it's powerful because when you look at being able to share that part of that story right there of being molested at such a early age, how much of that was it right there to share that? Because I don't know how many people know about that. But oh, you, my heart right now, you have no idea. When, when you look at that piece, let's say somebody's watching this or listening to this and they've gone through the same situation that you did. What would you suggest or what would you give as potential that small, simple step somebody can take? to head into that next level, that next part of working and getting to the part that they want to be at. What would you say has been something for you that has that been that small step that just take it to get to mm-hmm. where you want to get to? For me, it was it was really hard. It was really hard because it was it was my grandfather. It was my family didn't have my back, you know, and it was hard. But for me, I kind of feel like something that did help me to try to be able to forgive and be able to take the next step, which I'm like, damn, it took like, I don't know, 40 something years to get there. But mm-hmm. back then when I was dealing with it or I thought I was, it was trying to understand his upbringing. You mm-hmm. know, what was it that he went through? There's obviously something wrong. You know, I'm, I'm five years old and I know there was something wrong. There was, that wasn't right. So there's obviously something that's wrong with this person, whether it's something they went through, maybe he got molested or maybe, you know, this is what was shown to him. Like, I don't know what his upbringing was. So it was just trying to understand more like, okay, well, I don't know what his upbringing is and something else too. I know as long as I, and again, this was just such a, like a, it blew my mind because I thought I dealt with it again. But for me, I thought, it, like I said, I forgave, understand 
his upbringings or what he went through. And, and I always, no matter what, I always see the good in people, always see the good in people. And at the end of the day, I know if this is something that I wasn't able to work on or deal with, it was just going to continue like it has to just weigh on me. You know, I'm, I'm just dragging this along with me and it's, I don't know. I think it was just for me is just understanding like, Hey, Sonny, you know what? You don't know what he went through. You know, like I said, maybe, maybe he went through something similar, you know, and maybe for him, he thought that was okay. You know, and just also knowing too that, cause he passed away. I didn't shed a tear, no surprise, but also knowing too, like your spirit, your soul, you know, once you pass on and you're no longer in the flesh, you're a totally different entity, you know, mm-hmm. And just kind of looking at it bigger like that, I think that was for me is just try to be, I was just trying to be understanding, even though it was a messed up situation, just, I just try to be understanding to him, you know, mm-hmm. it's weird, but I don't know that that was something that I guess kind of helped shed light to that. It wasn't easy. It was hard. Mm-hmm. And look, I thought I dealt with it years ago, but come to find out, I'm like, damn, I've still been dragging this along with me. But like I said, it was just how it connected, like, damn, okay, this makes sense to me now, why I've had miserable birthdays for so mm-hmm. many years. So now I'm working on what's my next step to be able to release it fully so that way, by the time I turn 42, man, I'm <laughs> I'm trying to turn up at 42. I'm not trying to be depressed like I have been awesome. every year. But yeah, that that's what it was for me. But it's just acknowledging it, knowing that you weren't wrong, you know, because they, they, they're quick to pointing the finger, you know, it was, it was yeah. you, don't tell anybody. They're not going to believe mm. you. No, I'm going to deny, deny, deny. And just being strong enough, being brave enough to know I wasn't wrong. I, it wasn't me. You know, it was you being able to stand up to that person. So mm. definitely have have the courage to do that because it takes a lot. Yeah. And by me standing up and doing this at the age of five, Sonny became the black sheep real quick of the family. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, I, I, with this type of, with your story and the journey that you've gone on, it's one of those things that for me, mm-hmm. I've never experienced that. So I can't really say, hey, this is what you need to do or not. This is what you need to do. But this is what I've gone through. This is what I've gone and worked on to get me to that next level. And I think that's one of those things that it's one of those shame and guilt things that some people can really come up against. Mm -hmm. And then it's hard for them because they keep holding on to it and they, they keep bringing it back on them. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's, it wasn't your fault. You're looking and you're like, I don't know what happened in my grandfather's past to have this happen this way. But I think that can be a very tough thing to be able to get, away from yourself and say it wasn't my fault even though you have that uh, a very traumatic experience and Mm -hmm. so i I think for yourself that is an avenue really for both men and women to have somebody that they can potentially reach out to you can be there for them and really help have that partnership and kind of help them work through it because the thing is, we're all going through shit. We're all in some sort of stage of life that we're only a couple steps ahead of somebody else and to be there and help them out. And mm-hmm. so when you look at the journey that you've gone on, the twists and turns, 
because I think you talked a little bit when we had the one-on-one about an idea that you have or something that you want to accomplish. And what is that that you're looking to bring to fruition? Because who knows who's listening to this, who they may know that could potentially help you out to get to that point to bring to fruition that idea and that goal that you have. So love to hear that just because you never know who may be listening or who could potentially help you out with bringing that to life. Definitely. But yeah, we, we did talk. Um, when you mentioned you have a podcast, I was like, no shit. Like I, I literally during COVID, that's something that I was working on. I did put it to the side. It's, it's been a little neglected, you know, things happen in life. Um, but it's still definitely something I want to achieve and get going, but definitely a podcast. But then even as you were saying this to me, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Go even bigger. Fuck Mm. a podcast. Let's let's go bigger, go home. A retreat would be even better, you know, Mm. whether a podcast, a retreat, but I want to be able to men and women, the infidelity, the cheating, it affects everybody in a different way. And I, I speak about this and I think I've told you too, it's going to make you or break you. There are people that I know that lost their mind. You know, things turn into an altercation. They caught a charge and now they're going to court for this. Or we've had stories, you know, Lorena Bobbitt, she hmm. wasn't having that. You know what she did. Everybody knows what she did. So, you know, there's just certain things that it's 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 going to trigger people or you'll get suicidal. You know, I, I know because I was having these thoughts. You're hmm. just so used to a certain way and being with someone for so long. And me with my history, it was, it was just, it was, it, I got to a really dark place, but to be able to help people, whether they're thinking suicide, whether they're thinking catching a case to do something because they're just so angry and they need to release this. And I'm also another person where I'm against pharmaceuticals. Some people may agree. Some people may not. I feel like, yeah, you will have trouble sleeping. You'll have trouble with eating. You know, maybe you can't eat, you know, or maybe you're just overeating. That was me. I ate, I gained weight, I got up to 200 pounds, but it just, it affects people in so many ways and not just women, but men too. Because men and women, they're the same. You know, you got your infidelity going on on both parties and just to try to be able to help people and in a natural way, a natural setting herbs, oils, crystals, mm. meditation, rebirthing, like all that stuff. And, and just having people there too, that have experienced the same thing, be able to share stories. So a retreat in some kind of way to help people, the podcast, like I said, was something that I definitely wanted to finish, you know, cause like I said, it's up in the works and I have people that, you know, lined up for it and stuff like that. Just, just being able to help people in that kind of way. Cause I, I know I was in a really dark place and mm. I know if it wasn't for one particular person and not just this one, my best friend, that's like my soul sister. If it wasn't for her and a big part of it too, are my kids. If it wasn't for her, yeah, Sunny probably wouldn't have been here right now. You know, Mm -hmm. she, she really did help me and it's all who you surround yourself with, you know, because I know people that's been in a situation that they got cheated on. And then you have the females hyping up the other female, Oh, go get him, kick his ass, kick her ass. You know, they're just, fueling the flame mm-hmm. and then you have other people like oh, really think about that think about you know what's going to happen at the end of this you know or is it worth the, you know so 
it's all who you surround yourself. So if it wasn't for my sister, oh my goodness. Yeah. I really don't know where I can tell you Sunny would be at right now. So, but just being able to have people like that and just to feel comfortable, you know, and knowing that there's other people that have been through that, whether it was mm. emotional eating, suicide thoughts, wanting to go crazy. Cause you know, you have your aggressive people. So yeah, just, just wanting to help people like that. Cause I, I know I was in a really bad place and it wasn't easy. Um, my mom is one that I know she went through the same thing. Me and my mom don't have a relationship. It's been maybe nine or 10 years that I haven't spoken to my mother. She went through similar things and I kind of feel like I repeated her cycle. So hmm. I'm breaking these cycles, this generation. But I saw what it did to her. I saw that it really messed her up. It drove her crazy. And I'm like, I'm not going to be that. I'm not, I'm not becoming that. You know, it's, it's going to make me. It's not going to break me like it did my mom. So like I said, I see how it's affected people in so many different ways. And it's it sucks. It's hard. I don't wish it upon anybody. You know, we all have our pain and we suffer. But yeah. that by far, I think, was when I went through that, I told my ex, you know what? I think you hurt me worse than what my physically abusive husband hurt me. You know, I, yeah. I, I feel like he hurt me deeper than getting physically abused. So it just, it would feel good to be able to help people, you know, yeah. I've been there, you know, so just to support. That's huge, really, because as humans, we're social creatures. So we're meant to be around each other. Uh, we're meant to have that support system. And mm -hmm. it's the, the fact that it's having multiple individuals to lean on and reach out to and build that way. And I find it unique because you'll have a lot of people that will go through a divorce and end up getting stuck because they don't try to look and say, okay, what was it that I did? Um, what do I need to do to work and get better in this situation? And are there different avenues that maybe because of my upbringing or how I look at things, I'm not even going to take a look at, but it is one of those aspects too, that there's a lot out there that is available mm -hmm. that can really help somebody else out and really go through and break down the blockage, whatever that is. And I think it is a powerful thing too. And you had brought up and talked about with your mom, that generational piece and how it kind of went down to yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that pass down from generation to generation. And then if we don't take a stand and say, I'm planting the flag, this is it, no more going forward. I need mm -hmm. to change this. And so I think that's a powerful thing right there to say, this has got to change. With the move out here to Colorado Springs and starting everything that you're doing now, how powerful has it been to find that tribe, to find individuals with different perspectives and really kind of open up this way? How has that been for you with that that move and just what you're going <laughs> through and the journey that you're on? So yeah, well, well, when I moved to reset my life, it was sunny moving up and COVID hit like two months later. So I'm like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> what a time right now to reset my life. But everything happens for a reason. You know, I, I may not have understood it back then, but you know, you kind of understand you'll get it eventually. It's been whew, very, uh, how can I say? So once I started working for surf pro, 
and I say this, SurfPro has definitely not just helped me in a professional business aspect, but also on a personal. Personal because Sunny got put out there to network, to start mm. meeting people, you know, and then doing that, I started meeting people, you know, for professional and business purposes, but I also started connecting people like, like you, you know, just other people that really have been helping and, and are super genuine and are authentic and are down to earth and are really willing and wanting, you know, to help and to support. And that's something that I'm not used to. So that's mm. been, uh, that's been challenging. That's been a struggle for me to, you know, open up and and ask for help. Or if I feel like I'm a hot mess today and I'm crying and I need to talk to someone like, hey, Sunny, pick up the phone, give me a call. You know, I'm not used to that stuff. So it's mm. it's been challenging for me. It's definitely pushed me out of what I'm used to. I said I was a hermit crab. Like, I mm. don't talk to me, leave me alone. I've just super introverted. So, so I've definitely been <laughs> pushed out of my comfort zone. <sighs> Even like right now, my heart is pounding. I am, it just, it, it really does take a lot for me to just open up and be vulnerable, you know? And it's, <laughs> I'm like, damn, Scott, you got me again. But um, <laughs> I, I really do appreciate it because I know it's something that I need. I know it's something that I need. I know it's something, <sighs> even though it makes me feel like, the anxiety and just the heart pumping and just the nervousness. It's mm-hmm. its definitely something that I know that I need. But being here in Colorado Springs, everyone, I tell you, this is one of the reasons why I came up. It's different. The energy, the vibe, the people. I remember when I told my kids, I'm leaving Florida. I can't stay here anymore. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to catch a case. Or I'm going to kill somebody. Like I need to leave. They're like, mom, mm-hmm. but you don't know anybody in Colorado Springs. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I just need to go. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I was strong enough to make that decision. Cause I, I, at that time that I was like, I know I need to go. I'm like, uh, where am I going to come up with this money to really okay from Florida all the way up to college? I'm like, I didn't even know how I was going to do it. I'm just like, I'm, it's going to get done. I don't know how, but I'm going to do it. And, and I'm glad I made that choice because like I said, it's, it's, it's connected me with really awesome people. And I'm, I'm really thankful for that because you're meant to cross, cross paths with people, you know, mm-hmm. it, there's, you know, it's not a coincidence. You're meant to, you know, like right now, we were meant to do whatever it is that we're doing right now, you know, for whatever reason yep. or purpose before. So, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much been it. With that journey of coming here to Colorado Springs, the people that you're meeting, mm-hmm. How vulnerable and transparent have you been with people that you're meeting with? Ooh, at first, it's like, okay, nope. Uh-uh. You're going to get this side of Sunny. This this is what you're going to get. And little by little, it's like, you know, I'm a big person. Like, I'm a, I'm a big energy person. I feel on the vibes and the energies. I'm super, super sensitive. Uh, empath people want whatever your belief is towards it but I'm I'm super sensitive to energy so I feel you out you know yeah there's certain people where I wouldn't have shared some of these things with them you know just because I didn't feel the I don't know whether it's connection or the vibe you know it's like no I, I know what to limit and what to say what not to say and then there's some people where I really just naturally felt like say it, whatever, you know, no hold bar, just keep it real, you know, 
But once you get to know me, that's one thing about Sunny. Sunny definitely is is gonna always keep it 100, whether it makes you feel uncomfortable or not. <laughs> and again, that's what pushed Sunny to being the black sheep of the family since the age of five. It's just something that's that's just me. <laughs> yeah, but now I feel like I'm being a lot more open and vulnerable, which is not typically Sunny. But I'm like, you know what? What do you got to lose? What do you got to lose? Yeah. You know? So but yeah. That's huge. Like everything here that you're sharing, everything that you're giving in regards to your journey is huge. Uh, I look at it too, because I don't know the biggest thing really when you're connecting with people. And I think the industry that you're in with serve pro your heart really is to help people out, especially through situations that they may be dealing with. Mm -hmm. But I, I believe when you look at your heart story and like you've taught, there's multiple, multiple different things that are part of your story, the past, the journey, but one of those things really is finding that true heart story that really started, Patrick talks about it being the elbow story. So it's that mm -hmm. piece of you're going downhill and you've really hit that point that was the pivot point. And then mm -hmm. what was that come up for you? So it, it is one of those things that when you find your true heart story, you can mm -hmm. really connect with people. You can open up and have people just pour up into you. And I think when we look at the business community that we're in here in Colorado Springs, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that are still showing up with a pseudo mask on. And I just have to sit there and I'm like, oh, we, we've got to, we've got to correct this. We've got to come out and really be true yeah. and show up but you have the, the fear of the judgments. And I joke, I'm like, statistically, it's probably 85% of the judgments coming from yourself. I don't know if that's true, true numbers there, but that's just numbers mm -hmm. I throw out there. Yeah. Um, so when you, you look at where you're at now within the business world and what you're doing with building the relationships, the networking, mm -hmm. how do you view what your journey has led up to where you're on, on the journey? How has that gone hand in hand with what you're doing within the business environment and what you're looking to build out here in Colorado Springs. Okay. Uh, well, right off rip, I was able to relate a lot with Surf Pro because for me, I felt like my life was a disaster. I was in a disaster situation and I joke around and I say this sometimes and I've said this in a presentation, like, man, I wish we had a Surf Pro for disaster relationships yeah. <laughs> because man, that would have been helpful and handy to have some kind of restoration and mitigation going on. But just being able to to relate in that disaster situation, I know that it, it takes a lot, a lot of compassion. <sighs> Me that I say, I'm, I'm a natural caregiver. I'm a nurturer. I've been a mom since I was 17. So I, I've that's like my foundation. So it's like, I, I got this, you know, it's, that's just me. So being able to help, like you said, people in a disaster situation, any disaster situation, whether it's a fire, a mold, crime, a breakup, a divorce, or whatever disaster you feel is taking place in your life, being able to have people there, you know, not going through it alone and yeah. being understanding and having that compassion to me, that's, that's what kind of like, you know, merge, merged everything and merges everything with Surf Pro and what I'm doing for Surf Pro. And I think that was a, was that a two-part question you asked or that was just that? Uh, no, I, it, it lines up because I was just asking how you look at your journey and where you're at in regards to what you're doing with Surf Pro. Mm -hmm. And 
as you kind of look to the future, do you see yourself going bigger and doing something way outside of the surf pro? Because I tell people, you can go read my bio for Facebook. It's uh, I call mm-hmm. myself a divorce recovery coach, really, because you've gone through. So you you understand having that teammate, having somebody there that's with you as as a partner that's walking through it. Mm-hmm. It is that recovery process. And so I look at what you've talked about with Surf Pro. Mm-hmm. It's helping people recover, whatever it is. And so that's kind of the same way with you. And with what you've talked about and different things that has been brought up through either the one-on-one or just when we talk, I see that you have bigger things for yourself. And I think you're going to start stepping into it. And it is one of those huge things that you have people that want to show up and play big, but they're scared. And so by Mm -hmm. you doing this and showing up and playing big and sharing your story, you're going to give people permission to do the same thing. So have you thought or looked or envisioned what maybe three years looks like for you down the road or five years? What is that for you? Have you thought about that or is that something that's come up or anything of that nature? Yeah, it definitely has. And and it has changed throughout the years because of the journey, you know, different things in life and just things that happen in life. It'll definitely, let's say you're going towards this path and hey, guess what? You hit a hell of a bumpy road. Yeah, now you got to take a different way. So it's changed. Now where I'm at at the present moment, I really do because I've it's always been in my thing where I want to help people. I do have this spiritual intuitive side to me, so I really want to help people on a deeper level. But I know that I'm still in a process of working on myself on this deep level. So, you know, I'm my goal is within and I don't know how long it's going to be, you know, but I know that I'm giving myself time to work on myself. I know I'm still healing because, you know, I'm just it's going to take time. But I do want to say, I think within five years, I I, I do want to, huh, it's funny that you say that. And, and I've joked around and I've, like I said, I just joked around and I said it too. Having some kind of, let's say surf pro, but for relationships, mm-hmm. having rest and having mitigation to be able to help in a disaster ass relationship, whether it's boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, brother, sister, mother, daughter, because it's just... Like I said, I'm I'm gonna speak for my family, my fam. Like, oh my God, it's it's been crazy. It's been crazy, and I know our family could have used a lot of help. Um, and maybe a lot of things wouldn't have took in place the way that they did. But I just want to really reach out and help people, but on a deep level. You know, when I say deep level, I think we've talked about that. Um, I've I've connected with a shaman that's helping me and that's on a deep level. You know, I'm pursuing a certain path and yeah, I really just want to be able to help people, but on a deep level internally, you know, so within five years, yeah, I kind of want to see something up and going, you know, I don't want to say a serve pro retreat for relationships, (laughs) but, but something, just throwing it out there, something in that nature, you know, but something like that. I think it's huge because I tell people you've got the dreams that you have, you've got to share them. 
because what separates you from everybody else is your heart story. And so mm -hmm. that's what's going to separate you from everybody else. And I think it's one of those things that, like you, like I said, you got to give yourself more credit. Understand that you're, you're further along than there's somebody else that's just starting this journey that mm -hmm. they don't know what to do. And so, like I say, we all resonate with people differently. And so I may not resonate with somebody that they may resonate with you and vice mm -hmm. versa. And so I think it's one of those things that having the resources, having the tools, having the relationships are key because if ultimately, if you're not able to assist somebody um, because mm -hmm. it just isn't resonating, it's not lining up. Instead of kicking them to the curb, if you have those relationships and you're like, hey, I know it's right. not good. We don't have that connection here, but I have somebody that I can connect you with. I yes. think that's a huge thing. That was something that I shared and I talked, I think it was two days ago on the Facebook Live I did was how are you viewing the relationships that you're building? So when you're networking with individuals, what power comes out of those relationships that you're building? Because for me, if I come across somebody that's like, man, I would love to have a music career. And if I know somebody that's in that industry that can help mm -hmm. out, I'm like, okay, hold on here. Let me, let mm -hmm. me do this. But mm -hmm. I think people end up not looking at relationships in that light. Um, mm -hmm. And I think people really overlook the power of the relationships that comes out of that, whatever you can develop and whatnot. And mm -hmm. so it is, like I said, it's a unique thing just because you meet people and you meet right. people for a reason and the power of the relationships and whatnot. So mm -hmm. uh, as we're as we're coming up here towards the end, was there anything that maybe you want to ask me? I don't know, flip it on me or anything that kind of resonates, anything that sticks out and you want to kind of... I was going to say hammer on, but we don't want to use that. But what some of that's just really that maybe popped up. And you're like, man, I really want to share this. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you a question. I'll flip it to you because you mentioned divorce. Did you get to a dark place in your process of divorce? And what was that dark place like? And how were you able to get out of it? For myself, the, the place really was tell myself I wasn't worthy and believing that I wasn't worthy. And so I wasn't meant to have anything of good and really went through all the emotions, but it took a while to get there. I don't think there's been times that like I've done the work. I've had these thoughts of what would life look like if I wasn't around? And it's one of those unique things that as you're going through, those might pop up because maybe you're struggling. Maybe you're having a bad day and you're like, screw this. Mm -hmm. But I've never gotten to the point really of wanting to commit suicide or kill myself. But it is one of those things that the emotions can really draw you down, really hold you. Mm -hmm. And for for myself, it, it took a while to embrace the emotions and say, I see you because I, I say as guys, we suck with our emotions. So mm -hmm. it, yeah. it was one of those tough things, really <laughs> trying to move and overcome. Know that I have a message that's meant to be shared, but it, it took a while to get that and have that resonate. And mm -hmm. so I think really the, the dark spot was trying to just do everything on my own and saying, I can do this by myself and forget everything. <laughs> and yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. And it yeah. is one of those things really as 
I've grown and on the journey that I've been on, trying to go back and reflect is one of those things to touch base because that's where when you're interacting with people, you want to be able to make sure you're giving them the, the space that they need and understand that, hey, you went through it one time. So understand that it's okay. Uh, it is one of those things that just keep in touch with reality. And that can be a not so fun thing. <laughs> but I, I find it unique because guys, there's a statistic out there that 39 guys will kill themselves a day through wow. an expired relationship or a divorce or losing a relationship. And so... Yeah, it's a, it's a very scary thing when guys, like for myself, I thought I was worthy and my uh, the relationship was my whole identity. And so I didn't know who I truly was. So it, it, it's one of those things now really just showing up, playing big. And I tell people, if you don't like me, cool, I'm going to show up. And if, if you love me, cool. If you hate me, that's, that's your choice. Uh, you mm-hmm. got to figure out why um, <laughs> you're pushing those out. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not true yeah but yeah so i we've got a couple of viewers so i don't know if they're viewing off of facebook or whatnot but one thing i do ask people that if you're catching this on the replay uh hashtag be a friend tell a friend if you have any questions how how can individuals reach out to you sonny if people have questions or just want to talk okay um <laughs> am i gonna give my digits no i'm just playing <laughs> If you uh, want to, that, that's a risk that you're taking potentially. So, <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what? It's okay. It, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. But um, social media, I get on. I have my personal and my business. You know, I'm, I'm trying to find the balance. I'm, I'm kind of bad in the social media. But um, yeah, I definitely, you can reach me on social media on Facebook. I have two accounts on Facebook. Some of you guys follow me on both and I follow you guys on both as well, but either under Sunny Reyes. That was my Facebook since oof, I think Facebook opened. Uh, Reyes is my maiden name. So Sunny Reyes or Sunny Rivera, which is the married name that I stood with only for my kids, that on Facebook. And then I have an Instagram. It's uh, Sunnyside underscore 80. So yeah, reach me through social media, my email. I mean, I don't know if you want email information. I don't know. However, <laughs> whatever you normally it's up to you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's up to you on that one in regards to how people reach out to you. I, I usually tell people easiest for me is social media. So yeah, probably most social easiest for individuals. They're either <laughs> one of the, two, the Facebook or or the Instagram. Cool. And then I do have one little thing that we always do for the most part. It's called pod decks. I think we may have done that when you were on the Dreamer Cipher uh, okay. with Patrick and uh, Scott Gill, but I don't know if we did. I don't think we did. So um, yeah, yeah. So it, it's uh, it's an app, and it's got multiple decks on here. So we just don't know what questions are going to be asked until um, we pull them up. Yeah. So the I first remember. deck that I pulled out of is the philosophy deck. And the question here is, are humans obligated to better themselves? And will that make them happier? I want to say yes. And yes, I feel it is an obligation to better yourself. I mean, speaking for myself, I want to be better than what I was yesterday. I want to be better than what I was five years ago. So for me, I do feel it's an obligation. Yeah. Heck yeah. Definitely. (laughs) 
I just, I feel like that's part of this life school. Like this is, we need to better ourselves, you know, and, and learn from our experiences. It's only going to make us better. You know, it's yeah. either that or you're going to just sit and marinate and funk. And uh, I'd rather not, you know, I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather be better, you know. And I think it's one of those things like the the word of obligated. It's one of those things that can trip people up and really cause people yeah. to have an argument. Uh-huh. I, when I look at it, honestly, I think for somebody really to better themselves, it's got to be a point in life that took place and they're like, I'm done with this. I'm sick and tired of the pain. Mm-hmm. And usually that's what will project people into the betterment of themselves is having some sort of situation that arose that was very painful. And it's one of those things that they're like, oh, I'm not going to do this again. But you have some individuals too that will face the situation and they're like, okay, and they don't learn from the situation. So it comes back up in a different way. And they're like, what is going on here? And so I, I would say for me, it's not an obligation for people to get better, but it is one of those things that, it takes an open mind and really to search and say, let me do something different. So that's one of those things. And that it's, it's interesting because you have some people will be like, it's not an obligation. I was like, well, that's like your opinion. We have our own opinions and whatnot. And so right. you're going to resonate with people too. And so you'll find mm-hmm. people that will resonate with you and be like, yep, uh, let's all group together and do this. And then some people will be like, hey, choose and be like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, definitely. Let's see here. Yeah, that 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 was that was good. What character flaw of yours is both good and bad? Oh shit! What character flaw? Oh my god! Oh, that's a tricky one. I'm I'm just over here thinking of this. Like, oh damn! Now that I'm thinking, I'm like, I might have quite a few. Shit. I think by wearing my heart on my sleeve, I think that's a flaw. Some people have told me that's not a flaw, Sonny. That's just you. But I kind of sometimes feel like wearing my heart on my sleeve, people kind of see that. And, you know, if if you're a good manipulator, if you're a good narcissist, you see that, you know how to get that person. So I feel like sometimes that is a flaw for me. Being and seeing always the good in people. You can be the most messed up person in the world and I will still try to find some kind of good in you. And that can sometimes, I think, for me, be a flaw because then it, it bites me in the ass at the end of the day. Okay. I, I would look at that and say it's not that, – and that's the thing. Like, if we look at it, we're, we're our own worst critics. And mm-hmm. so, like, you've talked – you've had individuals that are like, that's not a flaw. And I think it's one of those things that if you look at it, it's it's one of those things that makes you unique as an individual. Mm-hmm. And it helps you out to connect with individuals. So – uh, for myself, when I look at it, I think I, I, I've got a very big personality and it's going to be what we have up in the corner of let's go. Uh, it's the credence that I go with. It's a very simple thing. So sometimes it's let's go. And it's a good thing because we're going head into it. But sometimes, you know, I can take on and maybe bite stuff off that's a little too big sometimes. Figure out a way. I'll figure out a way. Um, if I have to pivot some, then we'll do it. But sometimes it's taking a lot on and could be that overwhelming aspect. That's also the power of having the tribe and having people that you can reach out to and lean on to, especially if you're getting overwhelmed, just having somebody to speak to and whatnot. So uh, for, 
for me, it's one of those things, and it, it's a funny thing, really, when it comes to that piece. Is it, and people are like, and I've had people that are like, "Where are we going?" I was like, "Wherever you want to go, dude. That's your choice and whatnot." So, <laughs> and then last one here, we have hypothetical questions. Uh, let's see here. What two-hour chunk of history would you want a video of if you could have video of any point in history? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to be real open right now. But I literally had this conversation with two women earlier today. I will not mention names. But we were talking about something that took place as part of history that's not really spoken of too much. But um, I would really like to know and see more of... Did you hear about, and don't quote me wrong, but did you hear about how way back in the day, how women would go to the doctors to get orgasms? Did you ever hear about that? No, so this women, is the first I've heard of it. <laughs> yes, there's documentaries, there's movies, and this is facts. This is part of history, how women would go to doctors, you know, so doctors are able to help them release. And... Mm. That's how it kind of came into play where the first vibrator came out and experimenting okay. with that, you know, helping the doctor so they wouldn't get any carpal tunnel. <laughs> but um, I'd like to know more about that. I don't know. It's just, hmm. that's part of history. And not too many people talk about that. And like I said, I'm one where I'm, I'm going to bring things out to the light. I'm going to talk about certain things that <laughs> many may not feel comfortable talking about, but yeah, that would be something. Um, Cause that's part of history, you know, for whatever reason, husband women to go doctor they weren't handling business or i don't know maybe men thought that it's all about them and their needs the women don't need to be taken mm -hmm. care of but yet now the woman's going crazy and getting sexually frustrated so it's like go to the doctor you know they'll go ahead and take care of you so yeah you should definitely look into that. Well, that's one of those history pieces that you'd like to go which would be a very interesting conversation of how the vibrator came about um yeah, but there exactly. is a, a book so yeah, there's a book that actually uh through my coaching intensive that i went through was a highlight and it's uh, it's called come as you are and so it's a very interesting literature piece of literature but it's uh female sexuality and mm -hmm. it is a unique book just because there's stuff that isn't spoken of and so the author really shed some lights on some different things and it's very interesting because it does help out in regards to a guy if you're dealing with a woman and whatnot difference of individuals and all that piece when it comes into the sexuality for a woman uh everybody's different and whatnot so it's very unique yep. i think for myself when i look at that a two-hour chunk of history Honestly, when the idea of uh, Bitcoin came about, really how that came to fruition and where we're at with that now, because I know that's a big mystery. People are still trying to figure out who the individual that created Bitcoin, mm -hmm. how they're still trying to figure that out. But it's one of those mm -hmm. things really just to see how that has launched towards now. Just a unique piece, just to kind of see how this came about with the compilation in which you probably go read uh, white papers and whatnot on that but it's one of those things just to really touch base on that or elon musk when he came up the idea for tesla just to see that initial starting point for where he's at now with that project mm -hmm. so
But yeah, no, it's interesting. I love it just because it does give a different perspective and whatnot and has these different questions that sometimes aren't thought about to ask to be asked and whatnot. So before we before we get off here, is there anything else that maybe popped up or anything that resonated with you during the conversation? I just wanted to say thank you because once again, you know, you you <laughs> you really know how to, you know, kind of come on, you gotta get to it, let's do this. And I appreciate that because there's times that we do need that. You know, there's times we don't want it, but we really do need it. So I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on here. <laughs> Even though I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm getting into, but hey, let's go. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm, I'm let's, let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Pull yeah. that out. Let's go with it. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um, and then let's do it. But thank you. I just wanted to say thank you. Just a shout out to you. I appreciate you. Appreciate it though, because honestly, it was Saturday. I was like, "Hey, what are you doing Friday, uh, Monday night?" You're like, uh, "Nothing. What's up?" Yeah, what are we doing? Uh, but, what are we getting into? Yeah. yeah, let's go. No, I, I appreciate it. Yes, yes. No, I appreciate you coming on here, sharing your story, because I know sometimes that's a hard piece to really share, because that's a core piece of who you are as an individual. The power of your story. Somebody else needs to hear it. Who that is, we don't know and mm -hmm. uh just being able to help impact the lives of others and so as i always state at the end of the shows and whatnot i want to thank everybody for your guys support thank you guys for you being individuals and you just being you and mm -hmm. showing up and playing big if it happens where you guys are watching this and you're like i just got to figure out a way to get from where i'm stuck to thriving you can reach out to myself sunny's open to sit down and talking mm -hmm. and helping you out with that piece but ultimately it is the piece that we have to have that partnership to work with others to be able to overcome and get to where we want to go. So other than that, appreciate everyone. I will catch everyone later. And then I say to share this video, if you found value in it, help people out. So other than that, love you guys. Have a great night. Thank you. <laughs>